saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. This episode of Nobody's Listening is brought to you by DrawYouAPicture.com, where you can get just about anything drawn for pretty darn cheap. Check it out today, see what I've done for others, and see what we can do for you at DrawYouAPicture.com. Uh, nobody's listening. Da, 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 da. Nobody's listening. Yeah, hi. How you, how you doing out there, podcast people? <laughs> This is Nobody's Listening Podcast, episode 89, brought to you the week of December 16th. That's just not going to do it. Yeah, I thought I'd start off the show with that fan-made stuff, but uh, I just, I needed the groove behind me. Which, which was good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I just, I just needed the groove. I need I needed to feel funky tonight, and uh, not just the way I smelled. So, uh, this is again nobody's listening. Episode eighty nine brought to you the week of December sixteenth. Nobody's listening is a podcast where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. Uh, I'm your host, one of them. My name is James, and my co-host is here. And I'm Trevor, as always. Yep. And uh, we always start off with an opening story. Um, today's story is a story about a young Canadian man that has a cold. <laughs> Which I'm I'm trying desperately to hide, so yeah. I apologize for my voice quality. So if you this hear week. croaking and choking and stuff going on in the background, you'll know it's uh, it's Trevor back there. If you hear anything that sounds kind of like this, <laughs> uh, so sometimes that that's like trying to not move when your spouse is sleeping in the bed. You know, it, it sometimes it's worse when you try not to. You know, than if you were allowed. So. Well, yeah, because you're you're consciously trying. I not want to, to allow cough. you to snort. Co- I want to give you the permission to snort, cough, gag, retch as much as you want. The, wow, the, you're the, the best. The <laughs> listeners love you, and they, I'm speaking for them. They give you permission. So, we've got some great stuff for the show, but we always start with an opening story. This is from Nate uh, from the TotalGamer.com. He writes. There's a conversation. Here is a conversation between me and a friend while we were playing Rock Band the other day. Okay, so I'm quoting. Uh, Have you ever noticed that star power is like peeing? Once you start, you can't stop. Apparently, these are two guys. I I can't speak to the talents of the woman. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I know. I know. Anyway, yeah, this is a clean show, so we'll stop there. Uh, but the response to that is, yeah, but I don't miss when I deploy star power. But um, bump, but um, bump, yeah, <gasps> yeah, exactly. You need you need more sound effects. I do. I need I need more. <laughs> I uh, listeners will know I can only handle like one or two at a time because I would be using them through the whole show. It'd sound like a stinking morning show. Boring. You know, it'd be. A little bit too much. So uh, uh, this, today's show is sponsored by uh, Corio, or as we like to call him, K-Oreo. And so thanks, dude. Thanks again. Somebody pointed out that, that he has sponsored us so much uh, that we need to have him on the show. Um, I don't know that I agree concept. with that. Yeah, well, I, here's the reason. Before Corio hangs up on us here forever, um, nobody buys their way onto the show. 
And that's not why he's doing it anyway. He likes the show. He wants to support it, so he always has. Um, but I would I would invite him on, you know, for a segment. I doubt he'd want to do a whole show if he wanted to. If that was his goal, he would have pushed it through. But this is a guy that I try to send stickers to. And he's like, well, you know, no, you don't have to. And I was like, dude, I owed you a sticker at least for the love. And so he let me send him some stuff. But, uh, yeah, Creo doesn't want our uh, – he doesn't want us to kiss up to him. But I hear he is a very good-looking young man. So, you know, I just want to put that out there. It's not sucking up at all. Uh, well, here he's, he's it's, very, very masculine, very macho. I was, it's, funny, it's funny actually because I have no idea – um, what he looks like, mm-hmm. but in my mind, if anybody who goes to the forums, he has this avatar they took from this uh, Nintendo DS uh, commercial for um, Mario Kart, mm. and it's 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 all these people with the Mario mustache on, mm-hmm. and in my mind, that's what he looks like. Hey, is Mario anything like Mario? <sighs> we have this character; he's a plumber. Yeah. Hey, good. Uh, we're also sponsored by GoToMyPC.com. Did you know that the traditional office is becoming more of a touchpad than a daily destination? Long- I didn't know that, James. <laughs> well, let me tell you. Long gone is the reliance on a landline to work away from the office, and more and more people are performing work from home or other locations uh, thanks to technologies like GoToMyPC that let you take your office with you wherever you go. Uh, with Go to My PC, you can have freedom from the office, enhanced work-life balance, and increased work flexibility. So, when choosing a remote access service, you need to make sure it's easy to set up, easy to use, and affordable. And that's why you need Go to My PC. And you can try it free for 30 days for this special offer. Visit gotomypc.com/podcast. Again, that's gotomypc.com/podcast, and take your office with you wherever you go with Go to My PC. Thanks, go to my PC for sponsoring Nobody's Listening Podcast. Uh, time for this. Weekly. You shut your mouth. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> Update. It's time for some weekly updates. Um, I see you have 17, so I have a measly well, uh, it two. It was a busy week, so I can see, but what we'll do is well, I'll go through what everyone I want to go through now, and then we'll just <laughs> pretend next week. That that happened that week. We okay. won't tell anybody. It'll be great. That, that's awesome. Yeah, David was like that. He would go between having nothing for three weeks and then having an entire show full of stuff. So uh, <laughs> I, I I should have said this last week, but I totally, totally blew it off and forgot about it. But we went um, sledding for the first time in my entire Ooh. life last week. Uh, my really? wife's yeah, my wife's from Pennsylvania. She's gone tons of times, but she hadn't been in the last ten years or so. My daughter, you know, uh, she she had never been, and it's snowing and all this stuff. So we go out there and we had this inflatable tube that my wife bought from last year, and I blew that sucker up. We went out there, and um, I, I had no idea what to expect. I've never sledded before. There's this hill. It didn't seem very steep. I didn't know, you know, I don't know. In Florida, the closest we could get is we would lay down pine straw on the side of a hill and grab the side of a cardboard box and run and kind of fly off and slide down and hope the roots and pine cones didn't come up through the grass and get you. Okay. Or you'd dig a hole or a a trail and you'd lay down some plastic and a a water hose. It never quite worked out that well because, again, the roots uh, in the ground. But, um, uh, I just I thought maybe we'd slide to the bottom and then settle or whatever. But so I went on this little hill and I get on there 
and I'm, I'm going to, I set my daughter on there and then I'm going to jump on this tube behind her. Well, I realized I couldn't, I didn't have enough leg dexterity. I couldn't do the splits over this thing. So I kind of jumped behind her, but I missed a little bit and my butt didn't get right on the tube. It kind of got on the backside of it. And I, I ended up laying down in, in the snow on my back and, and we started down the hill and I'm trying to pull up because I'm like, we're going to run into something. I'm not going to be able to see. And then we started going really fast, so I went ahead and laid down because I couldn't pull myself up anyway. My, my daughter's having a blast. I'm laying down in this thing. My head and my back are dragging. Snow's climbing up uh, my, 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 the small of my back. And, uh, but it was kind of neat because we, went to, we got to stay straight because my head was like the rudder. And oh, um, yeah, it was really cool. And uh, we didn't spin around or anything. And it also it acted as a brake. Because at the bottom of this hill was like some skate park equipment and stuff, like a half pipe or a quarter pipe or some sort of pipe was down there. I didn't want to run into this pipe no matter how much of it was there. And um, so I was able to dig my head in and slow us down. So, yeah, my first sled ride uh, was not that great. Second one, dude, oh, my gosh. I, I, You know, we hit the bottom of the hill and I kind of thought we'd slow down and stop. Like I said, pine straw. Dude, we slid forever. Yeah. It was awesome. I weigh like 900 pounds more than any of the other kids on the thing. And we're, we, me and Jenna just, but then there's this snow in her face and her face was all red and oh my gosh, it was terrible. But, but uh, that part was great. My other uh, weekly update has to do with, uh, Halo. Um, I'm, I, Halo? what's, what's that James? It's a game and there's three of them and I'm playing Halo three now. <laughs> And um, I'm trying to get this friend of mine to play with me online, and he is too dang wimpy to stand up to his wife and say something to the effect of, woman, I'm buying this Halo 3 game to play with my friend. He, he just can't do it. Well, you see, the problem is, see, your friend doesn't already own the game. You right, see, and that's what I'm saying. have to spend money. and cre- We're in a recession, you know, so I'm, I can understand how your friend wouldn't want to spend out extra money for stuff yeah, like that, you know? But they, you know, 30 bucks. What's 30 bucks? This friend of mine bucks. could do that. Yeah. And um, so so apparently they have recessions up there in Canada too, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, so, yeah. You know, so this and, friend. And this thing, we, have this thing, we have this thing in up here as well we call Christmas where we have, uh, we spend a lot of money towards the end of the year. Really? I don't know if you have that down in okay, America. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. There's. You think that's funny. I was going to save this, but this is the greatest voicemail of all time, and it's it's directed about that very thing. It's out of place, but here it is. Hey, James and Trevor. This is S.O.G. on Ranger. Um, after what you said on last podcast about how Texans have that twang, you know, I want to talk like this for the rest of my recording. All right. So this is directed towards Trevor. Now, Trevor, do I have a question. Do you in Canada, do y'all celebrate uh, um, Christmas? <laughs> is it, do y'all just celebrate Hanukkah? <laughs> I thought I now. I think so. Okay, Keep so it up. Bye. his question was, in case you didn't get that people at home and Trevor in Canada, do you celebrate <laughs> Christmas and then to make it even better, or do you just celebrate Hanukkah? The, hey, cele- Hanukkah the celebration of a young lady named Hannah. Apparently. <laughs> so, yeah. Are you all Jewish up there? That's really yeah. what he's asking. Yeah. The entire part, the entire country. It's the weirdest thing ever. That's, I swear. that's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> the people of Israel are, are banded together up there in the bitter cold. 
uh, not celebrating Christmas. Yeah. So anyway, hilarious. Uh, do you guys celebrate the Christmas up there in 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 Canada? I believe you do. So yeah, 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 yes, we do, James. So so this friend of mine, like I was saying, he needs to uh, he needs to buckle down and uh, make make this a priority. Otherwise, I don't know if it can continue. You know, it's a budding relationship. It's 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 a guy that I'm not real sure about anyway. He seems to have a crush on me, and uh, it's a little awkward. So yeah, yeah. If you know anybody like that, maybe tell him to to spend some money. It's almost like he's stalking you or something. Yeah, yeah. He's always fronting like he's on the podcast. He's on Twitter. So yeah, if anybody wants to buy Trevor uh, Halo Three, <laughs> please uh, buy him a Christmas gift or give him a, <laughs> give, give him your copy on the 360 for the love. I'm gonna play some co-op. What, what? Let's see now, what if, what if, what if, uh, if if this Trevor fellow was to go and you know obtain this game, and then you would be all like, "Yeah, I'm bored of this now." I mean, eh. like, what what are the? I haven't I even need played. Term commitment here. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't give it to you. You just have to. <laughs> it's just it's you know, it's relationship is built on lies already. All right, so what do you got? What do you got, Mister Trevor? <laughs> um, I got a cold. Is what I have. <clears throat> all right. You know, we have a name uh, um, for colds, people that have colds down here in, in the U.S. I'd like to expand your mind just a little bit and tell you what that is. Okay. Uh, we call them wimps. So go ahead. Oh, dude. <laughs> uh, that uh. deserves this. <gasps> yeah, I can't believe you said that. Mm. This budding friendship, I tell you. Uh, at work this week, um, we have a uh, – we're very energy conscious in there, so mm. there's a lot of places where they're not uh, constantly being used. We'll turn the lights out in okay. uh, little areas like the bathroom and whatnot, or the the lunch room, or stuff like that. So there's a sign that says, you know, when you're not, you know, be energy wise, turn off the lights when you're done. Yeah. So hockey we have our main um, our main bathroom in the uh, in the office area. There mm-hmm. has uh, one stall and one urinal in there. So, I mean, people come in and, you know, do their business, whatever. So, the other day, I'm sitting in there. I'm uh, in the urinal. S- sitting in the stall. <laughs> okay. And, you know, I'm in there by myself, and somebody came in and used Stored the other it. facility And as I'm sitting there. And then they, wa- they walk out the door and turn out the lights. Now, there's no <laughs> windows in this thing. Like, as soon as that door closes, pitch black. <laughs> so, and I'm, you know, trapped. <laughs> It's not like I can just get up and go turn the lights on at this point in time. So I'm sitting there in the pitch black and wondering what I'm going to do. And the and the weird thing is, is as the male mind works, I'm not worried about the fact that, okay, I'm in the dark I and mean, whatever. I mean, I'm not scared of the, the booger man or nothing. But I'm thinking, what is somebody going to think when they the next person who walks in the door, they're going to turn the light on and realize there's already somebody in the bathroom. <laughs> And 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 so that's the the biggest thing in my mind is what it's, are they going to think? They're going to think what is wrong with this guy? They're, they're going to think that the booger man's in there <laughs> taking the Browns to the Super Bowl. So and the, and, and the lights went out. That's what they're thinking. Now they're going to think, hey, there's a there's an energy conscience con- conscious Canadian right there. I I want to nose up next to him. I'm going to take the next stall over. We're gonna we're gonna hold hands underneath the wall. Oh, dude! That'd be great. <laughs> fortunately, <laughs> fortunately, somebody came in very shortly thereafter and turned the light on, and, oh, and and just like, "Hey, great! You know, thanks." I was waiting for the to scare the you know the the crud out of somebody. You know, 
when I yelled out, you know, hey, thanks, you know, and they just scream and run out the thing. Ah, I, gee, what? I, not to interrupt, but I have, a, I have a beat there. See, I work at a church, and the church has automatic systems to turn lights off even when the building's in use. Okay, so like if like the public bathrooms, you open the door, it'll it'll turn the light on before you even know that it was ever off, like a bathroom door, and then it's got right. a timer and a and a motion sensor for the love that that you know won't turn it back off unless you leave. But if you're in that stall, and and here's the thing, we don't use I use the public restrooms, and some of the other guys do too, because the one in the office is very public. You know, there's only one stall. People come in there, wash their hands, and they want to talk to you. And I'm sorry, I don't talk to people when I'm doing that. Yeah, what is what is with people? Who I don't want know. To do that? I think it's a guy <laughs> thing. I think they they do that. I was raised with three girls, and it was very private. And I don't like. I don't even want you to see my shoes underneath the stall because I don't want you to know I was in there doing that. So yeah, we go to these public places and and it, it or public bathrooms in the church and yeah you're just sitting there and, and you know when it's been 20 minutes because that light just straight goes off and so you'd be trying to throw your coat up over the stall because you don't want to get up you know you're throwing you're throwing shoes and stuff and you're like dang how big do i have to be to turn the light on and uh, then you have to do, you know, you have to clean up and dress up and walk out and fumble your way to the front and wave your hands around like you're, I don't know, like you're trying to catch the door at Target, you know, open up. <laughs> and uh, finally the lights come on. But it's scary. I know. It's pitch freaking black. The only light in the place is the light on the automatic, you know, machine. I don't even know what that's called. The little thing that, squ- yeah, that squirts out the stink, squirts out the smell. Psh. Oh, there's a yeah. little green light on it. See, we don't, we don't, we don't even have that. Actually, ironically, to bring it back to the, uh, you know, for longtime listeners, while I was in the stall, I opened my cell phone so I could actually see. So uh-huh. I was using my cell phone as a flashlight. Phone flashlight, baby. The G O K Gospel of Kinnison. Uh, so what else? Uh, what else you got? And, good. Uh, just, just another quick one from uh, – uh, see, that one didn't have to do with my child. See, I broke away from the mold. I'm proud. And now I'm bringing it back. Daddy's proud. Uh, the uh, A few nights ago, uh, my daughter decided that – she had watched a, a uh, Dora the Explorer show. So, And she had decided that because uh, Dora and Boots had brought a present to Santa that she wanted to send a, a present to Santa. Oh, well, actually, she wanted us. She wanted us to go to the North Pole, and she was asking how far away it was so we could go do that. So I informed her that it was it was a little bit too far away for us to just kind of you know pick up and go and and head out. So mm-hmm. she decided that she was going to pack up a gift for Santa so that we could send it to him. So we had um, so she got this uh, little mini pumpkin that she had got for Halloween from her preschool, and she decided, well, I don't need this anymore, so I'll send this to Santa. Like, okay, fair enough. But she was looking for a box to wrap it in. Now, up here, uh, my fellow Canadians will know that, like, the the Gospel of Canada is this establishment called Tim Hortons, which is a donut shop slash coffee house sort of thing. Mm. It, it's it's part of the culture. Okay. So we, we had this box of um, that. Do you guys uh, say that's Canadian is Tim Hortons? Like, do you use that as a phrase? I'm that's sorry. as Canadian as Tim Hortons? Yeah. Is that the f- like, we say that's American as apple pie. Huh. Do you guys have an equivalent? I don't, 
I don't think we I don't think we've have said that. Okay, cause but you, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to start that now though. Okay, you should. You guys that need good. that. I am the voice of Canada, so <laughs> get it going. <laughs> get to work on that. So anyway, there was this box on the counter that uh, what uh, had uh, Timbits that had come in it. Now Timbits are basically imagine if you I don't know if I don't want to talk about Tim's I don't want to talk about Tim's bits. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have it down there in your in your guys' all donut shops, but but basically Timbits are. Imagine if you made a donut donut and there's holes a, for the and love. There's a hole in the middle. It, yeah, yeah. So they make that little bit of extra dough into these little balls, and they're called Timbits. Okay, they're called so uh, anyway, a, they're called donut holes here. Wow, how original! <laughs> but I think it's cool. <laughs> I think it's better and than you, Timbits. <laughs> What you eating? I'm eating Tim's bits for the love. That's gross. That's sick. Anyway, go ahead. I'm not trying to diss your culture, but right, like like all the other times that you're not trying to diss my culture. Do I have culture? I don't know. You're, you claimed that Tim Hortons was part of Canadian culture. I didn't. So you're Canadians the one. will agree with me. Okay. Even though it's very commercial to say so. But anyway, so there's a box that was basically the perfect size that had these Timbits in it. And there was about five, five of these Timbits in it left. And she said, well, let's put it in that. Okay. I said, well, there's still Timbits. There's still, it's not empty yet. Well, eat them, Daddy. It's like, well, I'm not hungry right now. I don't want to eat them. And she comes over to me and pokes me right in the middle of my gut and says, you can eat them, Daddy. You got a big belly. <laughs> <laughs> and then walks away with a big smile on her face. Yeah, that's a compliment. You know, she was in the context of Santa Claus, you know. Oh man. Okay, here's a little bit of trivia. Uh what is this movie? What 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 is this from? Eat. Eat. If you can tell me, I'll draw you a picture. Send that in to uh nobody's listening to us at gmail.com. I'm not really going to draw you a picture, but just letting you know because I am one of the many tools of the devil. Oh no. Yeah, LBB of the week time. Boy, do we got a bunch. Uh listener submitted stuff here. Let me get it going. Love your show. I'm 45 and tired of all the shock, jock, humiliate your neighbor type of humor out there. Uh-oh. I'm sorry, well, that, Trevor. I thought that's the direction we were going. I'm sorry, it? Trevor. I'm sorry I hurt your feelings, man. Sorry I dissed I your, your culture. I am your neighbor. Shake it, shake it. You really put on a clean and funny show. I love hearing all the stories, and your Geek Loves Nerd podcast is great as well. The Jenna cast melts my heart. I have two girls, 11 and 13, and I miss the days of innocence. Anyway, I need to relay my LBB story, if not for the show, then just to vent. Well, we're going to put it on the show, girl. Uh, Marty, I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> I, you, go, you go, girl. <laughs> I have a, I'm world-renowned for getting people's gender wrong. Um, I was in Dick's Sporting Goods today waiting in line. Uh, I wasn't in line long, and there were quite a few people in line with me. Uh, since the line was growing, a woman went to a closed register and offered to help the next person in line without without actually opening her register line, uh, no open light on. Uh, well, she finished up with the first person. She looked around, and she asked the next person, uh, which was me. I went down to the register, and a gentleman, and I use the term loosely, came back from the back of the line uh, and started to put his items down in front of me. 
So this guy was the first one in line. I'm not a timid man nor a small man. So I went up and I said that I was the next in line and started placing my items over his. He got huffy and angry and I proceeded to explain that I was behind the people over at the other register. So that makes me next in line. He looked at me and thought for a second and came up for a brilliant, with a brilliant ploy to make himself look like a good guy. He said I was a blank for not saying excuse me. I told him it was a shame that a man thinks he's always... He's always right and can't accept the fact that he's wrong. My wife was with me and tried to tell me to just let it go, which I proceeded to do. She thought we were going to fight, and so did the manager, and I said not another word to the man. It's Christmas, and I know I should have shown more Christmas spirit by letting him go ahead of me. However, I see it all the time, and most people don't stand up to the bullies. Today I did it for those who can't. You know, it would have been nice for the woman at the register to have said something like, He's next, sir. I'll ring him up and be right with you. But she just stood there and watched it happen. Oh, well. Uh, she must see it all day long. Great show. Have a heck of a holiday. I plan on keeping the Christmas spirit alive by being nice to the next LBB I run into. Uh, then there's only one LBB, and I won't be the other one. <laughs> so, And that's from uh, Marty. So, yeah, Marty, I was thinking the same thing, dude. I'm, I don't know how you are, Trevor, but I, I would just be angry, but I would let the guy go. Yeah, and that's just because I'm a wimp. Yeah. So, <laughs> I just don't want to get in trouble because oftentimes you stand up to somebody, and, of course, that's the first thing everybody around you hears is you speaking up, and so you come across like the jerk, you know. It's like, yeah. it's like talking in the theater. Somebody's talking in the theater, and then you say, shut up. And, you know, the whole theater hears you say, shut up, but only the five people next to you heard, you know, heard the guy talking. And then they, they're always more bold than you are. It's a terrible thing being a wimp. I wish I was six, five. But anyway. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. See, I'm only like three apples high. So, I mean, I do that and I'm all like, yeah, well, if I stand up to him, then I'm going to get killed. So. Yeah. 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 When you're only as tall as a Smurf, it's going to happen. Hey, James and Trevor, this is uh, for the LBB of the week. Okay. Uh, so I went to a church dinner ornament exchange, you know, where everyone gets a number and you open the gift and you get to steal it if you want. Yeah, we play that game and I hate it. Um, we call it, we call it the uh, <clears throat> gift grab. Oh, here. really? They call it a Chinese gift exchange, which I'm pretty sure is racist. I uh, think so, yes. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> thank <laughs> this lady's name is Jennifer, everybody. She's, she used to listen to the show before I called her a racist. <laughs> Jennifer, you're not a racist. Just the name that you're using is, sweetie. No, uh, but anyway, I'm wondering. Like, I'm wondering. Like, in the last, like, since we've you know started this new the the James and Trevor era, uh -huh. I swear you're actually trying to kill the show. You're trying to get rid of alienate every person. I didn't read that. I, I don't. I'm defending the Chinese. All the Chinese people that listen to our show. Okay, by God, there's a lot more of them than there are of us, and, and I need to be nice to them. Okay, uh, but anyway, there's this really cool ornament that everyone wanted, and it kept getting stolen. It comes to a close, and I decide to ask who bought brought the cool ornament that everyone wanted, and the lady who ended up with it was the one who bought the stinking thing. She stole it from a 10-year-old, and I was like, what's the point of exchanging? Why did she even bother to come if she was going to leave with the same ornament she brought? What kind of exchange is that? Definitely an LBB. Thanks for letting me share and keep me laughing at work. I have a permagrin every time I listen or not listen. Jennifer. Uh, That's horrible. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, though, there's a guy in my church. He he brings his own gift every year and, and somehow magically every year ends up with it. 
and it's like a running gag now. He's he's like got the whole thing figured out, and he'll buy a toolkit. You know, it's like a twenty dollar limit. He'll buy something he wants for the house. He'll wrap it up, and somehow end up going home with it every single year. <laughs> but you can respect that, you know. That's that takes some skill, but yeah, just some bitter old lady stealing a ten year old's chance of having you a wonderful got my ornament. ornament. And I I pay good money for that. I'm taking that from you, little boy. <laughs> I do like the idea of having ornaments though, because if you just leave it open to anything, you end up with like some really dumb stuff and gift cards. Mm. I don't mind gift cards, but if if it's between that and a Hummel figurine, you know, some something out of a out of a basement, um, I want the gift card. But if it's all ornaments, you know. <laughs> Pretty pretty neutral. Pretty cool idea. So, anyway, so, uh, let's do some of this. News. Hey, uh, just a little bit of news. Uh, make sure, of course, that you check out the webcomic uh, every Tuesday and Thursday. We're doing a series right now uh, about food. First, I can't wait to see how it ends. Yeah, I've already written it, so you just have to wait. I'm not even going to tell you. Um, and, and then, of course, you can sponsor a show at nlcast.com and... Uh, you know, we'll give you super member status in the forums, which opens some special forums to you that aren't available to everybody else. We'll read your name on the show in a message. It's only five bucks. We'll also send you a sticker. So why not? Why not do that? And uh, I was talking to Trevor before the show, and we probably need to talk to our spouses, but there may not be a show next week because it's Christmas Eve Eve. So say that three times fast, people. Uh, but I don't know. I got to find out. Got to find out if I have any expectations on that night. I may be out shopping. I don't know. I think I've got most of my shopping done, but uh, <laughs> shopping on that day is you're you're already in trouble with the spouse if you're still shopping on yes. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Eve is Christmas Eve is one of the bad guys in my Christmas villains comic. So she's evil. Um, this is a email I got, but I wanted to read it in the news segment. I've been holding on to it for a while. Um, I don't know why, but anyway, this is from Andy Kirk. He says, James, I was listening to your show tonight, and you inquired about the captain's cast. Sorry I missed your call on Skype. I was scrambling to get the mic up and running, and your wife walked in, stopped the podcast, uh, some stuff about the show. Anyway, uh, come check out the captain's cast at www.captainscast.blogspot.com. It's kind of inspired by listening to Geek Loves Nerd and Nobody's Listening. My intention with the show is to do a project with my nine-year-old son to help him get over his shyness and anxiety of speaking in public, like ordering in a restaurant or sharing in class. also wanted some special father-son time with him um, and could do something cool with him. So I created the show. The tagline is, A podcast dedicated to spanning the generation gap between an 80s geek dad and his son. The podcast covers our weekly family update, an 80s history lesson, video games, and movies. Uh, we're just recording our second episode tomorrow night. Now, this has been a while, so I don't know how many they have now. But uh, I actually took all of my advice from nobodyslistening.net and your podcast uh, section. It's been extremely helpful. If you have any other advice you could throw out there, I'd love to hear it. Technically, Nobody's Listening is my show. Yet I would greatly uh, give you a shout-out for your inspiration. Uh, keep up the great work on your shows. They're awesome. Andy the Captain Kirk. So check out the Captain's Cast at captainscast.blogspot.com and tell them nobody's listening sent you, okay? That would be awesome. Cool. All right, I'm going to have to check it out myself. I, I listened to one, but it was it was way back, and, and uh, I need to go back and check it out again. It would be great. Who, me? <laughs> Who, me? All right, little middle school drama. Uh, we got a little bit of it here. 
Hey, uh, it, it, oh, if you're new to the show and you don't know what middle school drama is, let me tell you a little bit. We, we get a lot of middle schoolers listen to the show, a lot of youngins for some reason. And I think it's because it's the only real clean podcast out there that's comedy, you know, and, um, and, it's, and so it attracts them. You know, if we'd made a show for middle schoolers, they wouldn't listen to it. But since it's a grown-up show and it's clean, they like, ooh, we love it. Feel like a grown up, uh, so you know. Reverse psychology, I yeah. like it. Yeah, and I love them, but they're fun to pick on, and and they send me stories, and and sometimes they're not that great, okay? But they don't care; they love it, and uh, they, I think they purposefully try to send in the weirdest stories possible just so they could get listed. So we've got three today. One of them actually is from a grown-up, which is kind of weird. Yeah, I was going to say the last one there actually isn't from a middle schooler. Yeah, so. it's about middle schoolers, which is also very good. So uh, keep that in mind, grown-up people. Hey, guys, uh, it's that kid that likes your show. I don't know who this is, but I have a story. And this is all exclamation points. Me and my buddy jump on the trampoline. We're jumping, and I need to spit. <laughs> So, because <laughs> when you're jumping on a trampoline, yeah, what else are you gonna do? It's, I mean, it's, that's the whole thing. I mean, there's not a whole lot to do. Uh, so I jump as high as I can, and in mid spit, my friend calls my name. I turn my head, and suddenly spit is on his forehead. Thanks, guys, and keep up the great work, Dalton. I, I love this story because it ends right there. We're, they're still hanging in air, you know, like a Matrix moment. Spit on a friend's head, and then thanks, bye. I want to hear the rest of the story. What happened? Did he slap you? Did he spit you spit you back? Did he hit you back? Did he spit you back? Um, or what? I don't know. I do remember one time in Boy Scouts, though, I pretended I found a trick where you go like this. And then you, you blow wind in their hair, you know, from your mouth to make it seem like yep. you spit in their hair. And then they're supposed to reach back and feel there's nothing there and then laugh and be like, oh, I'm going to go do that to somebody else. Well, I, I'd seen somebody do this, and I'd practiced a little bit. So I went up behind this one kid, and I did it. <laughs> and he didn't waste any time. He didn't even reach back. He just turned around and hauled off and spit right in my face. I was like, hey! <laughs> and so that's why I don't do stuff. Because <laughs> it backfires all the time. This is from Blaine. Hey, NLCast, last week all the art classes at my junior high went on a field trip to the art museum. We were originally supposed to meet outside of the museum for the buses at 11 o'clock, but when my group went outside the museum, there were only two other groups. Apparently, my art teacher went around to all the groups and told them that the buses would pick us up at 1040 instead. He never got the message to the three groups. So while all the other students were on their way back to school, my group was left with the two other groups standing outside the art museum. It was very cold, too. It had been about half an hour, and no buses or groups were outside, so one of my chaperones decided to call the school. And they had no idea we were even missing. About 20 minutes later, a bus came and picked us up, and I got back to the school just in time for lunch, missing all my bad classes. I had the art teacher for six period, and she was defending herself about leaving 20 kids at the art museum. This experience so breaks the no-child-left-behind clause. <laughs> Love your show. Keep it up, Blaine. I just love that he had bad classes. I guess he got to miss defense against the dark arts. So good for you, Blaine. That, that teacher's mean anyway. I guess, yeah. We're, <laughs> we're learning how to slaughter pigs in second period. I hope we can miss that class. So, anyway, the bad ones. That's the bad class where we learn how to cuss. <laughs> okay. here's a, This is from Greg, the grown-up. Here's a little middle school drama for everyone. My daughter, Leanna, rides the bus home from school every day. This week, she happened to be sitting next to a boy named Craig. Craig asked Leanna for some gum on, two, on Thursday. 
correctly? And I said, yes, but accidentally dropped the gum on the floor of the bus. Craig changed his mind. Uh, then on Friday, Leanna played a little joke on Craig. When he wasn't looking, she took a piece of gum out of her purse, dropped it on the floor. Then she offered it to Craig, making it look as though she had just taken the gum out of her purse. Not knowing the gum was tainted by the school bus floor, Craig took the gum and chewed it. Leanna claims he is not her enemy and that he's actually one of her friends. Of course, my wife, Christy, is trying to admonish Leanna for being so mean, and Grandma Shirley and I are laughing nonstop. I feel bad for the guy, but I think Leanna is going to be a very good practical joker someday. Greg. So, I think that's hilarious. Well, it's funny, but, I mean, all the diseases and the germs on that uh, floor. I mean, No. No. Yeah, there's a five-second rule. Germs take at least five seconds to get on your stuff. You can still eat it off the floor. That does remind uh-huh. me, though. My sister Leanne used to work at a uh, at a sub shop, and there's this guy that that um, she used to date comes in, and uh, she and some friends walk in the back and listen to what he orders. And when they pour up his drink, all three of them spit in his drink. And oh. uh, <laughs> these girls, you know, you just don't think girls do that kind of stuff. They all hocked up and spit in his drink, and then they sat there and watched him drink his soda. It's so gross. <laughs> So don't be an LBB, guys. It'll it'll limit the amount of times that kind of stuff happens to you. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to read your E and voicemails. we got a bunch of them. We're going to try to get caught up eventually. So uh, hang out till then. Peace. You're listening to Nobody's Listening. Who told you that was okay? Um, yeah. E and V-mail. Thank you for calling. All right, it's part of the show that uh, I know I look forward to. It's time for some ENV mail. Um, let's see, what should I play first? Here's a response from, I think, last show. Yeah. So I just listened to last week's show. Um, this is Megan, by the way. Um, and it's really funny that you played the message that um, I sent, but because it wasn't me, it was my brother. Um yeah, he's like 10, and he was just calling. He was like, oh, my gosh, you get to call. Nobody's listening. <laughs> and he made it on the show. Um, so I guess I'll listen to it sooner or later. <laughs> but it was really funny because he thought it was me, which is understandable. He does sort of sound like a girl. Anyway, um, and Alex, who's my brother, by the way, um, if you're listening to this, I love you. Anyway, See, uh, bye. There you Aww. go. The gospel of innocence, sharing love with siblings. That's awesome. That is great. Well, that, but, was the, that was the one about the iTunes review, wasn't it? Yeah, the one yeah. that said, I'm not going to tell you who I am because of stalkers. And I was like, you're Megan. You're Megan. Well, that's because, <laughs> you know, the service I use recognizes the number. And I, I go ahead and type a name in. Like, if you say, hi, this is Megan. Um, call in, I'll go ahead and type that name in. That way, if you call again... I'll, I'll be able to be like, okay, that's her or that's whatever. Because sometimes people don't say their names the second or third time. They just don't think about it. But I still like to know who they are. Yeah, so, uh, you know, it was Megan's brother. So, Alex, if you're listening to this, I don't love you. you you're fronting <laughs> like you're Megan. So, whatever. Your name's Megan. Megan's brother for, from now on. Uh, let's see. I'll read an email. Charles. This is from Charles. I have something to say about last week's stupid Christian's email. A girl at my church fell on the floor one time and started having a seizure. Well, all the older people rush to her and start commanding evil demons to leave her body. <laughs> I'm not saying prayer doesn't work. I'm just saying sometimes calling 911, then praying is much better, Charles. Yeah. See, I went to one of those churches, too, and God love them, but 
Yeah. You know, I always go to the practical first. And, you know, that's why they call it supernatural, because you go to the natural. And when that doesn't work, then you go to the super part, you know. But people skip right to that. And they're just there was this guy in our youth group that was mentally challenged. And more than he was mentally challenged, though, because he was very high functioning and he fit right in. He he was a brat. He just was. He was jerkwad. And he would he would use his because he mostly had a speech impediment and mostly just had the look of someone that was special. And he would use his 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 energies to go and hang out and hang on girls. And uh, this guy knew what he was doing. You could have a conversation with him and all that. But everybody in my particular church was sure that he had demons. And boy, oh boy, I felt bad for him because they would they would attack him. And uh, so, yeah, it's the same kind of people that attacked my wife uh, when she fell off the cross. So, oh, I yeah. Yeah, I still have images in my head. I wasn't even there yep. of that one. Yep. She didn't even want to listen to the show because she was like, I thought my back was broken. And this guy is reaching his hand up underneath. So, uh, let's see. Uh, here's another response, too. I understood a little bit of what that crazy guy was saying at the beginning of episode 86. So you're going to have to go back and listen to that one. Uh, they were talking about the movie Sleepless in Seattle. I gathered that much. But instead of looking for a woman, as Tom Hanks does in the movie, the guy's looking for a lawyer. He wants the name Sleepless, which is the name Tom Hanks gets in the movie. I have no idea what he meant about the paddle lock. <laughs> but I thought I might try for the promised picture, as always. Sincerely, Goliath's daughter. Sorry, I need to know what all of it is. And I don't think, I think you made that up. So go back and listen to the intro of 86 and you'll know what she's talking about. Because I don't remember enough about it to comment, to be honest. Um, uh, yeah, I, I remember it briefly and, uh, yeah, not worth, not worth it. I, I, I want the guy to call back that shot the mouse in the garage. That's what I want. Dude, if you're out there, you need to call <laughs> weekly, man. I wasn't making fun oh. of you. I was expanding. I was making you a celebrity thug. Anyway. No, here, no, actually you were making fun of him. No. But it was, but it was funny. It was in good. It was in, <laughs> it was in love. It was in love. That's what we Christians say when we're doing something hateful. I'm going to tell you this in love, but your socks don't match. Um, here's something from, I don't know her name. I wrote down Princess Adana. So let's see if you can catch what she says. Hey, guys. This is Princess Adana. Um, the one and only, actually, Princess Adana. Uh, over at Without Smearing My Eyeliner, I actually just picked up listening to your show um, probably from the past couple of weeks. And I was listening today, we were talking about crayons. And I have a crayon story of my own. My 14-year-old sister, um, who is known typically as Cupcake, um, <laughs> made crayon french fries recently. She apparently had a brand new 64-count uh, box of Crayola crayons. And she was playing how, no, she was playing restaurant, she said. And she put them in the oven. The oven was not, but she put them in the oven and forgot about them like she normally does. Well, later on, she turned the oven on to actually make French fries and <laughs> put the French fries in the oven and the oven was on. And she forgot that she left the crayons in the French in mm, the oven tasty. until they were crayon French fries. So it's not as fun as washable crayons, but um, as your one was talking about, but... Yeah. Melty. I still thought that was pretty damn funny. 
I hope all is well. Uh, please take care and keep up the great work. Love you guys. Bye. Uh, yeah, I like the burnt umber. That's my favorite flavor. Bye, Princess Adonna. Yeah. And I, Prince Adonna? I heard Prince Adonna, and then I heard Prince Hanna. Prince Hanna or Hanna or Hanna. Hanna. Mini Hanna. I don't know. Uh, dear, oh, maybe, it's, maybe it's like that thing that we celebrate up here, uh, Hanukkah. Hot Hanukkah. <laughs> Sounds like something in the South. You guys, you guys celebrate that Hanukkah? The Hanukkah up there, uh, the Prince uh, Hanukkah. Daggum. Daggum. We, we, we celebrate the Christmas, boy. I tell you what, don't be taking, don't be putting no X in front of that mass. All right, tell you what, don't take the Christ out of Christmas. I'm an Xmas mess, even though X is a Greek symbol for Christ and a legitimate shortening of the word for over two centuries. But anyway, uh, dear James and Trevor, we woke up on Sunday morning as we always do, and we went to church. We slept in late, so we had to go to the 1115 service. By God, this church is serving their every needs, isn't it? 1115 service. I'd I'd kill my I'd kill myself if I had to work at 1115. Um, Ours is at ten thirty, so there you go. Uh, we well, go that's a whole to a lot of difference, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I get home at two instead of three. Uh, we go to a big church about the size of yours, and I sat in the back. Uh, being very young, we started talking about Pokemon before the service started, um, because you're full of demons. Uh, after a while, I looked across the big room and I saw a guy with a mullet. But when the dude turned around to the side, it was a stinking woman. We guarantee we were guaranteeing that it was a mullet. We live in Illinois, not down south. So the question is, what do you call a mullet when a woman wears it? A woolet? A normal haircut for a woman except deform? Sincerely, Caleb and Casey. Caleb, I've given this a lot of thought. When you see a woman with a mullet, I can't tell you what they call them on this show. <laughs> killing me, dude. Just ask your mama. But she won't answer either, hopefully. No, she won't. <laughs> uh, that's not a question for this show. <laughs> oh, so anyway, <laughs> let me move her along. No comments well, necessary. I was going to say, well, I um, know what this episode's going to be called now. <laughs> what? What? Give me an idea. I, it, it's going to be something along the lines of a woman mullet or something like that. <laughs> What do you call a woman's mullet? Yeah, here, here's uh, Solomon. Hey, James and David, this is Solomon. Uh, I just gotta tell you an embarrassing, embarrassing story that happened on Black Friday of 2008. So I was, well, I walked into the Puma store, and I'm like a big sale dude. So I just, I was just looking around for sale, 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 and I see a sale tag. So I walk over there, and I start looking at clothes, and ten seconds after I look at them, I realize I'm in the woman's section. So the Again. DJ was laughing at me and half the store was just kind of staring at me like, wow. So like, I was kind of walking back towards my mom and some sales guys looking at me and he was smiling. He's like, how are you doing? <laughs> yeah, but I was not embarrassing story. Oh yeah, and I was that one guy who sang your theme song for a voice now. That's all I want to say. Thanks, bye. So how are you doing, Trevor? How are you doing? <laughs> Oh, oh man, these kids are getting educated younger and younger these days. Although that 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 voice, if he if he was to have described it, shooting mice with a BB gun, he could be the new replacement. You for know, book. I was thinking the same thing. He's because he's like, you know, <laughs> I was I went into the Puma store 
And I was, I'm a big sales guy. I just love sales because I'm 17 or no, wait, I'm nine years old and I'm just all about the sales at the Puma store. I didn't even know Puma had a store. Puma, <laughs> did I? Puma was like the ghetto Kmart brand when I was a kid, but I was going to the Puma store and um, I was like, hey, there's a sale on panties. <laughs> and, <laughs> so I went over there and was checking it out. I realized, oh, panties are girls underwear. That go, man. I'm going to call that show. <laughs> Where's my dog? <laughs> I was just thinking they was on sale. I don't care. Nobody's going to see them anyway. <laughs> yeah. I'll just wear them backwards. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know what that meant. I better stop. Okay. Hi, James. I thought <laughs> I would finally get around to email you. I've been listening ever since you have started. And I got to about episode 30 and school took over. So finally I finished year 12. So I have some free time. You mentioned you like people from overseas. Well, I'm from Australia, like Aussie Jeff. I hear that we're a lot like Canadians, except we do the whole milk. Uh, except nope. we don't do the whole milk in bags thing. Uh, really love the podcast. Have ever since one back in all those years ago. It's been two years. I almost. I probably have a million stories because I have a twin, and everything is so much more exciting when there's two of you. Uh, something quick off my head that happened today is a few weeks ago, my friend and I were at this house just chilling like most 18 year olds do when his mom comes out and tells us to turn the back light on, not thinking my friend Ben unplugs the freezer, uh, out of the back of his house from the power socket and plugs in the halogen light instead. Today I returned to my friend's house and we're both walking outside to the back of the house. Immediately I smelt something putrid. After several seconds of searching, we found the source. He has a freezer where his mom keeps meat when it's not being used. So apparently they bring it out, use it, and then put it back. <laughs> use it and put it back. Let's swiggle oh, it around. I'm done with that meat, so let's <laughs> soak it back in the freezer. Yeah, it's like Rocky. They just punch it and then they put it back in the freezer. <laughs> Apparently there is 12 or more kilograms, and I'm glad they translated it for me, 24 pounds plus of meat in there. Uh, ben had forgotten to plug the freezer back in and allowed all that meat to defrost and rot. When opening the freezer, there were thousands of maggots oh. swarming in the meat. Ugh. Probably the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. We both leave the scene as we were about to get into the car running like brave teenagers. We hear Ben's mom yell at the top of her lungs, Benjamin! Boy, you know you're in trouble. When they use oh, yeah. your whole name. Unless your name is James and you don't have a nickname. And then you always think you're in trouble every time your mom calls your name. But anyway, we both knew that he was in deep crap. Uh, he walks out the door, like, towards us. Or she does. And with a look that only her and Godzilla could do. It ended up with us cleaning out the entire freezer with our bare hands. The, mor uh. <laughs> the moral of the story, my, ben my friend Ben is an idiot. <laughs> Love the show. All the best. Liam. And that's a great name, by the way, Liam. I was, I was looking at, at the beginning of the story there. It's like tells him to turn the back light on. Not thinking, my friend Ben unplugs the freezer because that's what you do when people ask you to turn the light on. You know, turn the light on. Okay, <laughs> thunk, there you go. Yeah, I need <laughs> some gas. Let's look for a library, and uh, <laughs> I need some extra light in here. Okay, let me unplug that freezer. So. That's taking up all your light. That's the problem yeah, right there. Yeah, see how much lighter it is now in here. It's very nice. It's very nice. Here, let me see if I can get another couple of ones out. Big D writes, hey, what is up, guys? Just wanted to say what a co-worker of – just wanted to say that a co-worker of mine, Special K, 
has turned me on to you guys, and your podcasts are awesome. We work for a utility company and do not use our brains while working. So that explains so much. When and you, that's why they didn't have light. Just, See, that's why they had to unplug the freezer to just, get light because the utility know, Well, have you ever tried to call those people and just like, turn on, turn on the lights? You know, can't you just flip a switch? No, we can't. Sorry, we have to come out there. You know, it's the 20th century for the love. But anyway, maybe it's even the 21st. Without our podcast, we would lose our minds. True story. I have just started listening, and I'm on episode 7 right now. He doesn't know that David's gone. Poor guy. And there hasn't been a dull moment. Well, there will be. I think a good topic, if you haven't done it already, would be stupid things you've done at work. My story is from when... What? Stop. What? There hasn't been a dull moment. You said he didn't know David was gone. There hasn't been a dull moment, and you said, wait for it. Yeah. See, what you're implying is that now that I'm here, no. things have gone no, bad. No, I'm talking about that... the dark times when David left the first time. Those were dark <laughs> times for the show. That's what I'm talking about. The show that I did with JoJo, have we forgotten? <laughs> Come on. I don't want to talk about that. That's like Strong Bad's tape leg. You know, if you've ever seen that one, it's not the greatest, you know. But anyway, I, I don't think anybody's lining up to download that episode. So my story is from when I worked at Petro, a gas station truck stop. I got bored one day and actually uh, I strapped a step stool onto my head um, and then laid on a rolling stool and had a coworker give me a hefty running push headfirst into our steel door. So a little jack arse type of stuff, I suppose. After crashing into the door and landing on my back... I tried getting up, and the weight of the stool actually held me down. I couldn't get up on my own. There was a trucker at the store at the time. He was laughing so hard, he gave me five bucks. So now you're like a laugh <laughs> prostitute, I suppose. <laughs> I don't know how to handle that one. That was pretty funny. Here's five dollars. Do it again. Do dance for me, monkey do dance. That, do that thing I like. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we did it a second time, but this time another coworker decided to open up the front door. I flew out of the building and into the fuel island, spun a donut or two, and rolled rolled the stool. It was one of the funniest things I've ever done, especially that part where I got run over by that Mack truck. And the fact that, that was it <laughs> that was the greatest thing in the world. That five dollars went a long way paying for them medical bills. <laughs> uh, but the fact that it happened at work made it even better. Just wanted to share and let you know. Uh, you now have another loyal listener. Thanks to my good pal, Special K. Uh, thanks, guys. Keep it up. So, Big D from Rochelle, Illinois. Stalkers, get him. Get him. Except, except for now we're in the dark period of the show. So. <laughs> this is the, the second dark period. It's the, the renaissance <laughs> period. Uh, oh, she, he writes, I uh, hope this makes it on the podcast. She would love it. Ha ha. So... Uh, let me oh. read one more. I know we've read a lot, but this one's been sitting on my on my list for a while, and it's from another podcaster, so I really want to read it. Um, and I'm going to butcher his name because he says it's hard to say in English, but Radamus, Radamus, a.k.a. Darth Raider writes, Hey, James and Trev, here's another My Sister story. When I was younger, my father had the bad habit of always sending me with my sisters on whatever field trip they had. That's a pretty good gig. Mind you, I have four sisters, and three of them are older than me, but that didn't seem to matter. So I traveled with my sister uh, to Samanta, which is a spot with a lot of ecotourism, and we find ourselves canoeing in a small river with mangrove trees all around. Sounds delightful. Now, these Ooh. canoes are not very sturdy, and since my sister was with her friends, I was paired with somebody's 60-year-old aunt. Let's call her Lulu. 
I guess that's... Why, why is a 60-year-old aunt going on a field trip? I missed I this. Is he... this a school thing? I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it must be. But there's mangrove, tr- mangrove trees. Just stay in that moment right there. Just float among the mangroves. Uh, as oh. we got into the roundabout where we were supposed to turn around, the canoe tips over and I fall in the water. Have you ever been in a river where there are mangroves around? You'll know that the water is pitch black and it looks like something out of some Japanese horror flick. So we try to get on one at a time, and everyone, every time the second one tries to get on, the canoe flips over again. So like after 15 minutes of this, I feel something touch my bare foot in the water. <laughs> I immediately react, and I get in the canoe. I look at Lulu and say, you stay there, I'll go get help. And I start to row away. <laughs> this is a 60-year-old <laughs> woman in the water. She starts to yell, help, help, and I yell back, I'm going to get some. <laughs> To, to to the end of the tour guides. Oh wait, to the end. It, if one of the tour guides went out to get her, I got badgered over the fact that I had abandoned the old lady. Um, the water was maybe waist deep, but in my mind, there was a barracuda that touched my foot. I later found out that they are indigenous to other areas, but I stick to my story that that's why I did it. Peace. Yep, but that doesn't make it better. That makes it worse. Yeah. Yeah, he was afraid for his life. He was eight years old. That lady had lived a long time. And if a barracuda was going to eat anybody, I don't know. Why does lead the 60-year-old lady? That, you know, fair I, enough. I, don't, I, I think he's a bad man. I think he's a bad man. He shouldn't have done that. But um, I do think it's funny that he was going to go get some. I'm going to get help. Help, help. I'm. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm going to get it, crazy. So, yeah. <laughs> Oh. Just keep your feet moving so that they can't get a good bite in on you. Yeah, just dance around, lady. Dance around, <laughs> Lulu. Anyway, that wraps up our show this week. Thanks, everybody, for checking us out here, listening, all the new people, all the old people. Visit us online at nlcast.com for twice-weekly comics for our, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, the, the forums, perhaps. Uh, daily updates, lots of cool videos and, and articles that are posted up there. You can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash NLcast for me and slash, what is it, Ratface with two T's for you? That is correct. Hey, and uh, call us call us with your comments, feedback, uh, stories, 816-298-0823 or email them in to nobody's listening to us at gmail.com or you can email Trevor at nobody's listening to Trevor at gmail.com. Com. Leave us an iTunes review if you haven't yet. We love them. We love them. We love them. Tell a friend. And again, thanks to all our sponsors, contributors, and everyone who listens. And thanks to you, Trevor. We'll see you next week, dude. Peace. Woo. Well, maybe we will. Maybe we won't. Yeah. Christmas Eve. Oh, that's right. It doesn't matter. Nobody's going to notice because nobody's we'll listening. listening. See, if I just drag it out, you can come in <laughs> and it sounds sounds better. I'm now going to curl up in a corner and die. <laughs> people, see, now this is going to be a black period because people are going to tune out because they're all like, wow, that was horrible. <laughs>
Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money.